All right, one, two, one, two. What's up, everyone? What's up? Wow, that was very enthusiastic. That's, <laughs> that's good, though. I like enthusiasm. What's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to episode six of Own No Loops. Yeah. And we are, what are we doing today? We're talking about David Axelrod. Yes. Who passed away recently, February 5th. We're going to go into, we're going to talk about him and what he meant to hip hop. But first, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Marcus. I'm Gene. And we are on No Loops. The mighty on No Loops. Wow. That's, I mean, I don't disagree, but that's a big claim. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh. You can never be mighty if you never claim it. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. So before we get into uh, David Axelrod, I wanted to kind of briefly touch on a couple of uh, past episodes that we've done. Um, A couple things we may have missed. We did the episode about soundtracks, and we missed one big track that is both a classic and has the debut of a huge artist. That would be Deep Cover. Um, This is, you know... Yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) That is, uh, that was, that is, uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop from the Deep Cover soundtrack, the title track to that, to that movie. Yeah, shout out to, uh, Jesse Ducker for pointing that out. That was a huge omission. Yeah, I mean, uh, what is it? It's April that it'll be celebrating its 25th anniversary. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, um, of course it spawned that track, which ended up having a loose cover, done by uh, Big Pun and Fat Joe. The song has been played a million and one times and that beat just... Oh yeah, yeah, that bass line is unmatched. It's all about the business when you hear it. (laughs) Of course, that that, that cover by Fat Joe and Big Pun features the infamous dead in the middle of Little Italy, Little Did We Know... I fucked it up, but... You know what I'm talking about. You were seriously trying that? I've I've done it before when there's nobody listening to me. Like, if I'm just sitting on the toilet, I I can totally do it then. That's why Big Pun is Big Pun, and I am not Big Pun. So rest in peace, Big Pun. Um, Also, um, in the politics episode, we didn't mention uh, Tribe Called Quest. Um, Now, Tribe Called Quest is a group who I wouldn't necessarily consider a political group per se. I mean, I think they've been called conscious in the past, but um, yeah, but I don't know if they really fit that title, but I think their most recent album does fit that description. We got it from here. Thank Thank you you for for your your service. service. Yes. Um, That album, I think it it is far more political than their previous works. And as we kind of talked about in that episode, I think that's just a function of the times that we live in now. So I just wanted to mention those things. Yeah, I mean, that We The People track really does really knock. And, and to watch them perform it at SNL and then um, the at the Grammys, you realize that it definitely speaks to the times and it definitely uh, reaches out to many people about what's going on right now. And, you know, we have mentioned it previously that it is definitely in sync with what's going on, especially for a group who hadn't released an album in a really long time to just come forth and be current and to have one of the most talked about performances of the Grammys uh, surrounding that song. I'm 
proud of them and uh, We the People is definitely a political track. Space Program and, and a few other joints on there as well, of course, are their most recent efforts. So they definitely belong in the group of artists that release political um, subject matter within the last couple of years. Another group that I probably would mention that was omitted, the White Boys. Oh, you're talking about um, Stone's Throw. Yes. Shafiq, is that Shafiq? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you, you have, you have um, the Neighborhood Wonderful album, and it was uh, Shafiq and... Um, I know. <laughs> oh God! You're killing me. We both know who we're talking about. Yes, yes, but, yes. But yeah, yes, his yes. name escapes me right now. Yeah. He is a member of Strong Arm Steady. Yeah. And his name is <laughs> Mr. Dabolini, Mr. Bob. No, God, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Crondon. 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 How could I forget that? I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I. But anyway, uh, yeah, that suddenly came to mind as a omission. Um, if you haven't heard that Neighborhood Wonderful album, definitely check it out. Yeah, it was kind of went under the radar. Yeah. yeah. It was good. So, moving on. Any other omissions that you wanted to mention? Um, That's it for now, until someone else points out where we fucked up. <laughs> okay, okay. Feel free to point out where we fuck up yeah, by using absolutely. hashtags ownnoloops or ownnoloops at gmail.com. Or facebook.com slash ownnoloops. There you go. Yeah. You got ways to reach us. So, David Axelrod. Yes, sir. Let's talk about David Axelrod. We'll talk about him. Um, so he was a, he's a jazz musician. He he was born in 1931. As we mentioned, he died February 5th. Um, he had a brain aneurysm, unfortunately. And he, you know, he he's a musician who I, I think his his music there's something about it that kind of spoke to hip hop producers. Like he has there's a lot of emphasis on drums which is you know kind of the basis of, of hip-hop yeah and and you, you, know, you blend that with like strings and guitars and there's something about it that really speaks to especially you know the era of hip-hop that we grew up in that like early to mid-90s hip-hop there's something about the quality of the music and the sound of it that just really gets to um, the essentials of, of what made that hip-hop great Agreed, agreed, and um, you know we we think about some of the samples, and we're going to get to those. Mm -hmm. um, they, of course, you sample any artist who has a lot of output, and then it's just snippets of all of the work that they've compiled, and and uh, him as a producer, composer, arranger has had his hands in multiple decades and uh, multiple uh, genres of music. Um, you know, some of the people that he. Uh, did extensive work with Lou Rawls, Cannonball Adderley, mm -hmm. Donna Lauren, David McCollum, and the Electric Prunes, which he had uh, done a lot of work with that real psychedelic rock type yeah. feel. You know, even composing an album that was uh, mostly sung in Latin. And his, it does put you in a kind of a trancey vibe if you've never heard any Electric Prunes. It's, it's interesting. I mean, and then going back to Lou Rawls and he was one of the artists on uh, Capitol Records that uh, David Axelrod had worked closely with and had demanded for the label to work more with African-American artists at that time. Right, right. So, you know, he was definitely uh, pushing to bring that music to the forefront at that time, which would be about what years, would you say? You're talking like 60s? Late 60s? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
So, uh, you know, he knew what he wanted to do, who he wanted to work with, and what type of sounds that he was really trying to create. He was a classically trained musician, you know, definitely understood music. And um, as, as a solo artist, he you know, produced several of his own records. As you mentioned, he was on Capitol Records. He released eight solo albums, including a song Innocence, which is probably the most popular, I would say. And then Songs of Experience, Earth Rot. And he did a, a rock version of Handel's Messiah in 71, and then a couple other records. In the 80s, he, he started to drop off a bit in terms of output. Um, he released one album called Marching in 1980. And then he recorded three albums that were never released. Yeah. At least not at that time. And then in the 90s, he had uh, Requiem in 93 and uh, The Big Country in 95. And and this would definitely be the uh, point in time when the sampling started and yes. hip-hop really started to dig and 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 find themselves at home within his catalog. There, there, there were definitely a lot of references at that time. Yeah. It's, it's funny how hip-hop can kind of resurrect someone's, like, legacy in, in terms of, you know, recognition. Because, oh, like, yeah. I, I think there are a lot of artists who, you know, made a lot of noise in the 70s, 60s, and 70s. You know, in the 80s, maybe when things became more electronic and, and poppy or, or leaned more towards disco, they may have fallen off. Yeah. But then they were rediscovered by hip-hop producers um, in the late 80s and early 90s, and then sort of there became a resurgence and renewed interest in their sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I think led to his uh, 2001 album. It was on uh, the Moax label. It was a self-titled joint. Now, you had this album, right? Yes, so I did. Talk about it. I would say that my learning of David Axelrod came when um, the remix to Razkaz's Soul on Ice came out. Oh, yeah. And I was uh, just enthralled in finding out about uh, samples where they came from and who are these artists and at the time i was all about going as far left as i could possibly go if i found out about some new artist or old artist that nobody else knew about i was like yeah this is mine so me thinking that nobody knew who david axelrod was that was complete bullshit but um you know i went out there and, and got the 2001 uh, self-titled album and and lo and behold, he's working with Lou Rawls again on The Loved Boy, which was a nice record. And then, surprisingly enough, after Razkaz uh, sampled him, he mm -hmm. brings Razkaz onto The Little Children, which was a, uh, a spoken word piece on his part and had like a choir of 50 different kids. And uh, while they were recording the album, they had CNN uh, uh, checking in on him and and wondering what was David Axelrod doing and what is this and you know he's working with these hip-hop artists that sampled him and you know there was definitely some great compositions between instrumentals and um, composed records with uh, current and uh, older artists so um, I enjoyed owning that album I still do have it somewhere um, hold on to it because it's probably I don't think it's like widely available like uh, it's probably not yeah. <laughs> I ain't selling it for anything, right. but, you know, it was just beautiful, beautiful music. And, um, you know, I was running around at the time uh, trying to find some of the samples, and there, there, there were more than a few, and I don't even think I got half. So, hmm. you know, I, I did pick up Songs of Innocence later on, and, you know, was jamming to that a bit as well. You know, he also had a, a track that uh, he worked with on with Diamond D as well, you know, the Doctor and the Diamond, and, and it was... 
it, it, it's definitely good when somebody that you've sampled recognizes what yeah. you've done with their music. Uh, I had appreciated hearing that as well. So. Yeah. Definitely, if you can still find it, check out that album. Yeah, yeah, go find it. And definitely check out all of his other his other albums. Albums that he did that he did as an artist and the albums that he or the songs that he produced. Because even even if it wasn't sampled, you still find something to like in it. Because no he has doubt. he has a definite sound and I think if you like the joints that were sampled, you'll like the other records as well. No doubt. You will you'll find some treats. Yeah. <laughs> you'll find some treats. So what are we doing now? So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go back way back into time <laughs> okay no what we're gonna do is i'm gonna play some david axelrod records either records that he put out himself or records that he produced i want to see if you oh, Gene, can uh name the the rap records that sampled these david axelrod joints prepare to lose all respect for me if you had any to begin with? <laughs> I will see. I, I didn't try too hard to stump you. So okay. We'll, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. All right. Hit it. So, let me cue up. And I'm not cheating. That's right. Yeah, he's not. He's not. We're not. We're looking at different screens here. So. Yeah. There we go. Okay. You can hear that, right? Yes, I can hear that. I hear some horns. I feel like skipping up the street on this one. <laughs> and so this is um, You've Made Me So Very Happy by Lou Rawls from 1970. Produced by David X. Wright. Okay. And so who can you name um, him? I know Little Brother sampled this. Oh, what song? Oh, is that um, Mama, I Got Dreams? Yes! <laughs> I got it! Um, <laughs> there was an obvious one, wasn't there? There's, that I can't a, think there, of right now. a very now. obvious one. I'll start it over again. It's a very obvious one. Sounds like the theme to Hill Street Blues or something. <laughs> what is this? That's <laughs> a little different, but... You got it? No. Okay. <laughs> that is, that was, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to snub you. I thought this would be. Oh, that was, that is, um, I Am I Be, De La Soul. Oh, okay. Moon Mind State, 1993. Wow. Well, I haven't heard that album in forever, so yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> Keep going. Well, you should uh, you should listen to that. One. That's that was, that's it's a good album. It was people talk about their new album being kind of an adult album, but that was like kind of like their quote unquote mature album where they started to become adults. And, you know, it was too mature for me back then. <laughs> I, I can relate. I was I was like a freshman I think when that came out. So I, I was, <laughs> let me a different one. Now this one is going to be a little, a little harder. A little harder. This one, I don't necessarily expect you to get this one. I just want to see. <laughs> I'm trying, everybody. <laughs> okay. And this is just going to be, this going to be real quick. You ready? Uh huh. All right. 
Uh, Did you get it? Uh, once again, what? Once again, I mean that's been used many times. Uh, Gangstar used it. Oh uh, God, that was the track from Daily Operations. That's right. You, no, you got it. That's, the place where we dwell. There you go. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> that's the place where we dwell. Um, from Daily Operation '92, and this go. is um, it's a it's a live recording of Ken, Cannonball at Elite Quintet called uh, Fun. Yeah. And yeah, so just that that little vocal sample is, is what is used. What do I win? Um, apparently you win the respect of the listener. Uh, okay. Hey, listeners, thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'll give you an easier one. Although you got the one that I thought would be harder, this is another one that was produced by David Axelrod. Okay, I'll start it over. Well, I already know what it is. Yeah. If there's anybody out there who doesn't know what this is sampled from, please call me. <laughs> God. And this is a uh, this is a record by David McCollum called The Edge from 1967. It's a tough record, man. I mean, if I could put this as a ringtone. <laughs> you could. You absolutely could. You just have to like, go through some... Well, actually, on Android, it's easier than, than the iOS, but well, yeah. you can totally do that. Yeah, similar similar to the song that it's sampled, which is uh, the next episode by mm -hmm. Dr. Dre featuring Snoop. Um, I definitely say that this is a walk into the club type record but this is more glide into the club right about now <laughs> i think they literally well in that video that they, they definitely did like the the, the cliche slow motion yeah like, walk into the club everybody looking at me yes <laughs> can you yes. name any other records that sample there's many but there's a couple that are a little more obvious um Thinking. At this very second, I will say no. Okay. So one is a record called uh, M.I.A. by Missing Links, which came out around the same time as the next episode. Okay. I'll, I'll play a little bit of that. You gotta love when people sample things at the same, at the same time. time. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. This is also 1998. Well, this actually this is first. Nah. Because uh, that Chronic 2001 came out in 99, so this is a year earlier. <laughs> it definitely sounds weird later. <laughs> Who are these people freestyling over that Dr. Dre beat? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's one more, uh, which is a uh, which is one of my personal favorite here I'll, I'll play and see okay okay one last question before we wrap up this interview considering how long mm. you've been in the game mm. all the places that you've been all the songs that you've done and all the cash that you've worked mm. with is anything that you do differently thank you thank what I mean you is, do you have any regrets if I never recorded another song, if I was wrong, and nothing I spit it was ever strong. Right. 
That's uh, No Regrets by Master Ace. Ah. From, from the 2001 comeback album, Supposed to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal, again, personal favorite. And, and again, there's many others, but those are Okay. Okay, so let's cue <laughs> up a different oh, I'm going to try to... I'm How gonna, am I doing? <laughs> Oh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> trying, to, trying to restore your respect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll let it play a little bit. So, yeah, this is from the uh, one and only Black Star album. Yeah. Um, Respiration, them mm -hmm. featuring uh, Common. Yeah. And um, this is... Um... It's a record called a Theme from the Fox by uh, Don Randy, mm. 1969. Aha! A peaceful track. <laughs> it is. It's very serene. Yeah, it is. It is. A little key pounding there. <laughs> And again, I'm just gonna go right to where the sample is. Okay. So we're not even so many. And I feel like I should know this. I think you should too. It's weird because it does sound like uh, gangsters make the world go around, but I know it's not that. By the Ghetto Boys. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what is this? Uh, this was sampled most famously by Pete Rock and CL Smooth for "In the House." Oh. From the main ingredient, which is one of my like top five albums ever. 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 Okay. And um. This is uh, Cannonball Adderley Quintet, uh, Capricorn, 1976. That is some smooth, it's, easy, it's raining outside on yeah. Saturday and I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this was also sampled in, um, it was on Common's album, same year, um, like during an interlude, the W, uh, w Mo interlude. Ah, okay. And um, I believe, I don't know if it's credited or not, but I believe... Uh, the the Jeezy track Go Crazy samples it as well. Oh. Uh, that was from his first first uh, major label album. Okay. Um I think it's like a reinterpolation. Okay. Alright now we'll go with another one. This is like the big one. So you probably already know what it is. Oh god. Because it's been sampled many times over. Many times? Has it been sampled enough? For me to get it, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Hopefully, let's uh, let's play it. Hit it. Yeah, it's been sampled a few times. Mm -hmm. That is um. Uh, actually, the beat nuts use this. I know that. Yes. Oh, cool. 
coming with the beats and rhyme. Got your home in. Now you. But I know somebody you. else used this. Yeah, a few few people. Uh. Jeez. So the beat nuts track you were talking about is uh, "Hit Me with That" from the self-titled album '94, aka Street Level. But no. that's not the Yeah, I mean I heard that album probably 20 times in the last six months so it's a great great album <laughs> i should know this um but yeah i i, I want to say a remix to a song that i know used that that is true that is um come on with the get down that's what i thought yes 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 <laughs> uh come on with the get down buck wild remix artifacts featuring uh buster rhymes that's what i thought yeah and they used that same part so I am redeemed for the other ones. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna do another one, and also uh, Bronx keeps creating it by Fat Joe. Use that part of that song. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And then, but here's I'm gonna play another part of the of the record, and I'm gonna play it from the beginning and see if you can name a song that sampled this part of it. I'm gonna try. And this is oh, by the way, this is Holy Thursday, David Axelrod. From uh, his first album, Song of Innocence, 1968. Mm, 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 mm. I'm supposed to know this. Uh, um. Yeah. This is a, a oh um written on your kitten the original version no I don't think so um well this is so this is a recent this is a recent use um Little Wayne from uh, the Carter Three track ah. called Doctor Carter produced by uh, Swiss Beats ah. it's basically like a loop of of the the beginning of this song ah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that that's Holy Thursday. It's been sampled a lot. It's one of his probably most infamous records. Okay. Hmm. And so I'll I'll play one now that you should definitely <laughs> <laughs> should. You should definitely. I like that yeah. word should because if you don't, <laughs> I mean, there's no there's no real penalty. It's just like maybe a mildly disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing becomes a solo act, okay. And here we go. I'm just gonna play this through for a little bit. I believe I know what song this is. Okay. That's a good sign. <laughs> Um, if I'm correct, this is Mental Traveler. This is Mental Traveler. Okay. Um, again, from Song of Innocence. And I do believe that this is where the remix to Soul on Ice is from. Yep. That guitar um, chord that just haunted people back in that day. Yeah. And it's weird because... In recent memory, I have not heard that song that many times. 
I own Razkaz's album, and the remix is not on not there. Not on there. No, it is yeah, not. so, and I don't have any type of physical or digital copy of that song for some reason. So, when I hear it, it's a gift. Yeah, I don't think it's available digitally. It was, I mean, it's on the 12-inch to the single, and then it also was on a Priority Records compilation. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. That, that was one of his most famous records. Yeah. And that was produced by Diamond D, uh, who uh, has used a lot of Diamond, uh, a lot of David Axelrod samples. Yes. Yes, definitely. The mental trap. Were you traveling to mental? <laughs> you got any more? You're gonna stump me again? I have, I have more. <laughs> yes. This is a very end of a record. Very end. Very end. Patiently waiting for it to come out at me. Oh, that's um, that's actual facts. Uh, that's yeah, um, actual facts by Lord, Lord Finesse, Finesse and uh, X. Elemental. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. I love that track. Now there's another track that uses that that same section of this song, that that exact same. Can you think of another song? Came out a couple years later. No. Okay. Strange Fruit. Uh, Pete Rock from the uh, Soul Survivor album. Ah, uh, okay. Featuring uh, Capitan and uh, Stevie. And I'll play another part of that record in the middle of the record to see if you can get a song that sampled this part. Same record. This is The Smile, David Axelrod. Once again, songs of, Song of Innocence. It's not up. No, it okay. sounds familiar too. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot more recent. Sounds familiar. Just can't get it. Okay, um, this was sampled by Royce the Five Nine and DJ Premier on a track called "Shake This" mm. from uh, 2009. It's a good record. Huh. Yeah. This was, you know, one of those one-off joints that, that they would do, that Royce and Premier would do before they, you know, finally linked up to become a... We're doing this too much. Let's just do this. Yeah, let's just make an album. Yeah. The All original right. is a beautiful record. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Again, yeah, yeah. Check out Song of Innocence. Like, buy that. I invest money in it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's well worth it. Get that, get that. <laughs> Another one. This is from um, David Axelrod's uh, next album, Songs of Experience, from 1969. I like that transition. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Shit ain't never gonna change. Fuck it! <laughs> this is cool G rap. Um, I don't know the name of the song, but uh, 
It is from, I think it's from 456. 456, yeah. 1995, his quote-unquote solo album. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Take On The War. His name of the track. Produced by T-Ray. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's a dirty find right there. Yeah. That's a dirty find right there, yeah. man. Oof. It was also sampled by um, a currency track from uh, Pilot Talk 3. Mm-hmm. Where they kind of they slowed it down a lot. And, um, but yeah. Currency did its thing. Uh, let's... We'll pull up. See if you get this one. Okay, I'm gonna try. Yeah, I don't know what the score is, but it's probably like 50%. <laughs> um, score is not important. In, in, in the game of life, who can score okay. things and people? I, don't know what I'm I really don't know. <laughs> Recognize that. Um, let me think. I have a, a, I don't know, I have an inkling of who would use it, but I don't know of the song. What is it? That is um, the hiatus remix of Diamond D. From 1997. Oh. Um, I believe this was. I think this was only on a on a 12 inch. Oh. But um, and it features Crew. Ah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah. So that's that was the most infamous use of that. He's using a couple other joints. Um, no ID. Um, from his very slept on 1997 album, Except Your Own and Be Yourself, the Black Album. The Black Album. Yeah. Before Jay Z. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and then Mad Lib used it in a Slum Village remix in 2000. Accept your own and be yourself. Accept your own and be yourself. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it's important. It's an important message for the kids. Yeah. Anyway. It is the 20th anniversary of that album this year. Yeah, it is. I know. Along with uh, One Day It'll All Make Sense. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, both had a lot of production by No ID. I remember there was a joint ad of Relativity Records put out a joint ad for both albums. Let this play for a minute. You recognize that? No, I don't. Okay. Um, that oh, was no. used by Large Professor on um, two different joints with the same beat. Uh, hip hop from his album, uh, First Class. And then it was uh, a Nas joint called Star Wars that was on the 10th anniversary reissue of Illmatic. Ha. You reached for those. <laughs> I guess. You did. All right, we'll do one more. Okay. We'll do one more. Mm. 
I mean, that was one of the last times Nas rapped over a large professor beat. So. I did hear him recently talk about how Nas ended up on uh, Live at the Barbecue. It was an interesting story. That I do hope that you guys have been enjoying this so far and that you are going to check out some David Axelrod. Whether you're a producer, whether you're just somebody who passively enjoys some good music, whatever is clever. I always say that um, everybody needs a good instrumental album or a good album that kind of digs into psychedelic rock or whatever. I mean, he, he got all over the place with, you know. It's always good when people have some broad horizons with what they do in the music world. Yes. So that was our little uh, David Axelrod's Axelrod quiz. Yeah, so like Gene said, uh, please check out his music on your own. As you can see, there's a lot of gems. There's a lot of things to love about his his work and music is as available as ever so go to your whatever your preferred streaming music services and type in david axelrod and have a ball that yes i definitely push for that and again also look up those artists we produced as well check out a lot of that uh cannonball adderley and some blue walls and some electric prunes check out all that stuff um so what else you got today uh, I think that's all we got today. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. I guess, uh, like I had already stated, uh, hit us up with any questions, concerns, uh, thoughts on the future of hip-hop, or just random thoughts about our episodes. You know, uh, you can reach us on Twitter as well. I'm at Old Dirty Plaster, O-L-D-I-R-T-Y-P-L-A-S-T-E-R. Um, and there's, of course, the hashtag oh, no loops on there. And I am Marcus um, on Twitter at Urkel Modi, U-R-K-E-L-M-O-E-D-E-E. And yeah, you tweet me or not tweet me or just read my tweets or whatever you want to do with the Twitter, do it. And notes for life in the, the words of uh, the awesome uh, true goy of the legendary group uh, De La Soul. Courtships are the doorsteps to get an ass. Ha. Huh. Wow. That's... In some cases. Sometimes they're uh, the doorsteps to getting married. Yeah. That, that happens as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, cats, rats, dogs, Manny Fresh, thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Right. Peace.